Ready for summer and want an enjoyable day trip? Head to Fauquier County, Virginia, just off I-66, nestled in the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Fauquier County has over 25 local wineries, breweries, hiking trails, and Rappahannock River access. Check out visitfauquier.com for details. Fauquier County, find what you love. Welcome to the Terrible Take, a mini-podcast telling Steelers Nation what's on our mind. I'm Josh Carney. In a little over three weeks, the 2023 NFL Draft will commence in Kansas City. That's rather exciting news. But it brings some frustration as well, as the endless arguments and pointless stances of player value based on draft slot and the will he or won't he be their arguments simply won't go away. For the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's currently happening, especially with guys like Ohio State tackle Dewan Jones and Maryland cornerback Deontay Banks, two players the Steelers have been heavily connected to in the pre-draft process. Depending on where you stand on both players, 17 overall in the first round is the right spot for either one, or the Steelers should wait and get one of them at 32 or 49 overall in the second round. Too often I hear from fans saying they don't like either one at 17, but feel good about both at 32 overall. So I ask, what exactly is the difference? Is 15 spots really that big of a deal that it sways your feelings on a guy one way or another? Each and every year, there are between 31 and 32 picks in the first round. We all know this. But that doesn't make all 32 players selected first round caliber. Oftentimes, there's really only between 12 and 20 players that are truly first round caliber talent. Though the draft is very deep this year, it certainly doesn't feel like there are 31 true first round talents, let alone 20. So really... What's the difference in selecting a guy like Banks or Jones at 17 compared to 32 outside of the contract numbers and the extra year as a first-round pick? We have to stop judging players based on where they could be selected and start actually looking at the tape and figuring out what they can do. How do they fit into what the Steelers want to do? Both seem like pretty sound, seamless fits, at least schematically. I get the the concern with Jones' weight and his position at right tackle, considering the Steelers appear, at least on the outside, to have a greater need at left tackle compared to right tackle. The disdain for a potential Banks pairing in the first round simply makes no sense, though. He's a high-level press man corner with experience, good ball skills, and insane measurables. Yet, when he's paired with the Steelers in mock drafts or connected to them by draft nicks, People are constantly up in arms. But then when you look at a guy like Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State, who had less production in college than Banks and had worse testing numbers, people seem happy. Is it the nostalgia of another Porter on the team? Penn State fandom? Disdain for Maryland players due to some failed draft picks in the past? We have to do a better job of looking at the player objectively, rather than worrying about what school they came from and what helmet they wore. A big saying in the scouting industry is, scout the player, not the helmet. Another one should be, worry about the player's fit, not where he comes off the board. 17, 32, 49 overall, it doesn't matter. If the Steelers believe either of those guys are the right fit for the team on and off the field, go and get them. Don't gamble and hope one or both will be on the board to open the second round. Target your guy make the pick, focus on his development. That's where the value comes in. 
not based on some outside consensus draft board that likely looks extremely different from the one inside the facility, the one that truly matters in the end. Be sure to follow us at SteelersDepot.com and check out episodes of The Terrible Take every weekday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And check out The Terrible Podcast with Alex Cazora and Dave Bryan every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We got Verizon 5G home internet. It's from Verizon. Safe choice, right? Well, some things that look great end up being not so great. Like the time you bought a shrimp roll from a gas station. Uh, Or when you bought that used sports car. (laughs) What about when we got Billy that drum set? The point is, Verizon 5G home internet sounded great. But turned out to be something else. And we deserve fast, reliable internet. We deserve Xfinity. It's time for better internet. Switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Verizon 5G facts.